Hello and welcome to Failsafe Fitness Podcast. My name is Michael Joshua and welcome to the show. It's season number two. So if you have or haven't been listening over the last 13 weeks, this podcast started as a fitness, nutrition and golf tips show with some uh, self-promotion as well in there, starting over the new year, etc, etc. But... Season two is now upon us. It is golf season. And if you've been listening to the show, I'm very passionate about golf. And in 2023, I'll be hoping to help some golfers not only get better at playing golf, but also getting a little bit fitter through doing some fitness and exercise and strength and conditioning, as well as teaching them to eat a little bit better on the golf course, a little bit better off the golf course. And it's a big old journey. And over the next six months or so, we're hoping over the next 26 episodes that I am going to go on the journey with you. So I've been a personal trainer for a little while. I, over COVID, lost out on being able to do that. And have since not only self-let myself go, but started to play golf. And through playing golf, I got a little bit of fitness back. And have sort of sideswiped into golf performance. So my game came down from, you know, high 20s down to 18, all the way down now to 13 and a half handicap in the space of a couple of years. And this podcast is going to hopefully bring to light some issues that you're having, going to give you some hints and tips of how to get yourself out of that little rut whilst you're playing golf and also give you some exercises to do when you're in the gym or outside of the golf course to help you with your game and also some nutrition tips that are going to help you eat a little bit healthier, feel a bit healthier and not feel like you're dying going into the final stretch of an 18-hole match that you have that energy that you started the match with and you're going to outlast your playing partners or your opponents. So let's get on with it. Welcome to the show. Season number two, episode number one then, people. This is a bit of a continuation of the podcast that has been going on. So what I'm going to do first is let you know what I've been up to this week. And to be honest, it's not been a lot. Weather in the UK has been terrible. So we've had some rain, a lot of wind. I've not played any golf. In fact, I haven't played on a golf course since the beginning of February. So that's about five or six weeks now since I've actually put, you know, a ball on grass I have a launch monitor, so I've been playing quite quite a lot of launch monitor golf, but nothing can prepare you for the real thing, so I might be good into a net, into a launch monitor, but when I get out on a golf course, it's going to be a little bit different for me. Also, had a few issues with a little bit of equipment, I'm slowly learning a little bit of video editing, so there is going to be a new channel going up on my YouTube space. That is going to provide some hints and tips and tricks as well, but in video form, not just in verbal form in your ears. 
so I'll go through my equipment on there as a first video so that's new skills I'm learning as well which at my age of 45 I'm quite proud of myself there's probably someone out there going well you should be doing that anyway <laughs> but hey I'm me leave me alone so yeah that's you know I haven't been doing a lot this week <laughs> played a few games of simulator golf clients have been in and out this week this week is the last week of their 12 week programs or 13 week programs so we're into final testing and glad to know the six clients I signed in terms of personal training at the start of the year five of those six have hit all of their goals one of them has struggled with a little bit of injury so they haven't gained or lost as much as they thought they would but they've still surprised themselves and they've hit most of their goals probably 70 percent of their their five or six goals that we were looking to get so i'm extremely proud of the job that i've done as a personal trainer i'm ecstatically proud as a personal trainer who has five clients out of six that have hit all their goals and one client that's done so well they should get a massive pat on the back and if they want to treat themselves this week they should go to the failsafe fitness blog so failsafefitness.weebly.com is the website and on there the blog post for this week is five dessert recipes so not all of these are absolutely perfect and cheat and and clean but if you like a little cheat you like something nice there's a um a tea flavored mandarin slices there are a blackberry banana forest split there's a peanut butter chocolate bites a tiramisu cheesecake pudding and a recipe for some cookies now not all of those are <coughs> extremely clean but they are healthier than what you would buy out of a store yes you've got to make them yourselves recipes are all on there so if you're looking for something to come home to after a long day come home to after being in the gym come home to after you've had a long day on the golf course that is a little bit healthier than what you would buy out of a tesco's or a sainsbury's or an asta other stores are available make one of those desserts you can come home have a slice of those couple of slices of the peanut butter chocolate bites and you'll make yourself feel a little bit better with a little bit less sugar so head to the blog for those and we'll get into now the exercise of the week <coughs> excuse me i'm stuck in a house all day i haven't left it's not been great but exercise of the week so obviously it's very similar to the format I was doing before of the last 13 weeks but exercise of the week go to your gym go to your local Tesco's go and buy yourself a four a, th a two four six kilo kettlebell you can pick them up at Aldi little etc etc for under the price of around a golf and one of those kettlebells and this exercise is going to help you hit the ball harder, straighter, and give you some more stability through your golf swing. 
So pick yourself up a kettlebell. Four, six, or eight kilo. Don't care which. Don't need to go much more. And what I want you to do is look at lateral kettlebell swings. So basically, you're going to swing that kettlebell like you're going to be hitting a golf shot. So overhand grip, side to side. I want you to feel like you're, you're, you're swinging side to side with that kettlebell. So from, from an upright position, swing it out as if it's your backswing and through, through as if you're hitting a shot. I want you to do 10 each side. I don't want the kettlebell to go any higher than shoulder height. I just want you to swing it side to side. But what I'm looking for you to do doing this exercise is just feel the movement, feel the weight shift in your feet. So feel those hips rotate back and through. Feel the weight shift in your feet to go to the, from the inside to the outside of your, your right foot and then transferring that weight into your, into your your front foot whilst you're swinging and vice versa if you're left-handed and it's a it's a key exercise it's something you know that people don't think about when you're playing golf is that you're transferring weight from one side to the other and by adding some extra weight on the end of those limbs it's going to help you feel that movement so it's also going to help you increase speed through the movement so you can do 10 quite slowly 10 at a medium pace and 10 probably as, as fast as you think you can or as fast as you, you'd like to go without without trying to float, throw yourself over. Feel how that feels through your feet, through your body. And this is going to help build some timing. It's going to help build weight shift. It's going to help build a stronger, more balanced core, which means you can rotate faster through the golf ball in a more stable way, delivering more speed and more distance to the golf ball. So exercise of the week is a kettlebell lateral swing. As if you're going to hit a golf ball, but you hold the, goal, hold the kettlebell and swing it side to side. So I want you to do 10 reps slow pace, 10 medium and 10 relatively quickly. I don't want you throwing yourselves on the floor with a kettlebell. But this is going to help a lot of things in your golf swing. And it's going to help you time yourself as well. Because I see so many golfers in recent weeks ha are trying to just throw the club head at the golf ball. Instead of going through the golf ball, they're throwing it at the golf ball. And what they tend to do then is that they're either holding their wrists off or they're flicking the, ha the wrists through the ball. Which has awful consequences. So this kettlebell lateral swing is something I do with most of my golfing clients just to help them feel weight shift, etc., etc. It is going to be a great exercise. Add it into a program, do it two or three times a week, and by the end of the month, you're going to feel like a new golfer. Trust me. So that's your exercise tip of the week, folks. Your nutrition tip of the week. Summer is coming. We all know summer is coming. We all know that a lot of you people out there, especially you young ones, want to get out the house. You want to get a six-pack of beer or an eight-pack of beer in your bag, and you're going to be playing golf. Basically, you're going to be hammered by the time you reach the turn. And if you're that kind of golfer, I'm not saying don't do that, but what I am saying, in the heat of summer, in the 
four to maybe even potentially six hours you'll spend on a golf course, <clears throat> please consider taking on board some actual water. Now, my course that I teach at is nine holes, 18 tees, nine holes. And I like to think that I'd like to take on board about 100 milliliters of water per hole. <clears throat> I'm walking, I'm swinging, I'm sweating, I'm carrying, etc., etc. So I like to keep two 500 mil bottles of water in my bag. And if I play, I'm playing 18 holes that day, I'll have four. So that's two liters of water. You're going to use all that. You're going to need all that. Because if you start going, start on the back nine, you've only had a one bottle of water, you've had 500 mils of water, you've already walked three to three and a half, two and a half to three and a half kilometers already, which is, you know, nearly a couple of mile. So if you're doing nearly four to five mile on a big long golf course, you're going to need a drink. Your body needs fluid to function, to transfer all the goodness to your muscles to stop you from cramping and play better golf and so many people who are much younger than me feel so tired at the end of you know going down that stretch and I've won last year I won a couple of my matches in match play because the, my younger opponent hadn't had a drink hadn't eaten very well that day and I'm almost twice their age but I've given them I've kept up throughout 15 holes and down those last three holes I've come from behind in one of those matches to win one down three to play one that one won the next one half the last <clears throat> to get through so by having water in your system you're going to feel a lot healthier your body's going to be able to function and it's an easy thing to do it's an easy thing to keep in your bag it's two bottles of water maybe four if you're playing 18 and every time you you're stood on a tea box take a swig of water you know 50 100 mils it's a couple of sips two two to three sips at max put it back in your bag and that will just keep your system topped up to keep you playing well and this advice goes for anybody who's going to the gym who's at work make sure you drink plenty of water Every couple of hours, make sure you're getting in at least 250 to 500 mils of water throughout the day. Moving on to your golf tip then, guys. I know this is a very much a golf-led podcast, <clears throat> but this is what we're going to be doing over the next 26 weeks. And your golf tip for the week is making sure your equipment is actually legal to play your club competitions. <clears throat> It's something that cropped up in a question that got sent to me the other day. They play with a group of players, a um, little society. But obviously, as the elder statesmen of that group have gotten older, they're still using golf clubs from late 90s, early 2000s. <clears throat> and yes, it's a society and not an official club competition. So unless that society specifically rules that golf clubs have to be conforming, then it's not really a, a big problem. But I know a lot of golf clubs now 
um, especially the, the bigger, larger clubs, will actually check equipment. So if, and it's this is something that <clears throat> I know as far as I know. I don't know too much, but I know a little bit. The grooves of golf clubs were changed in 2010. So, you know, driver irons, wedges. If your clubs were made before 2010, it's more than likely you're playing with illegal golf clubs. So the grooves are too wide, too deep, etc., etc. And I know obviously driver heads changed as well. So the, the, the COR, the coefficient of restitution, they changed that. So driver heads could get bigger, more forgiving, but they weren't giving as much back in terms of rebound off the face. And this is something that if you've watched the news recently, like uh, Rory McIlroy was using the stealth driver, loved it but occasionally would be pushing the limits of tolerance in terms of this COR, how much it would give back to the golf ball. And on occasion, it's been very close to the limit and he's had to go and change that driver head. But as a player, you get comfortable playing something. And I understand that. But if you are at a bigger club, a larger club, that actually you know, checks its equipment, make sure that these simple things are in place, that if your driver or any of your equipment is more than 10 years old, you can just go to the RNA conforming list or USGA conforming list. You can type in the club manufacturer and the club that you've got in your hand. I mean, I've got a set of tailor-made racks. So the Rack OS uh, are no longer a valid golf club. I love those irons. They're fantastic irons, but they're no longer valid in competition from the RNA or USGA because of the grooves that are on them. They create too much spin, etc., etc. So I'm not allowed to use them in competition. I can use them in friendly play, but I can't use them in competition. So making sure your golf equipment is legal to play competitions at your golf club is something that I, I thought about in the past, but not too much. So all you've got to do is go to the RNA uh, website or just type in RNA conforming list and it'll come up with a little website page that you can type your club in, the manufacturer it's from, and you can go through it. Yes, you know, clubs, manufacturers every year, that's probably, you know, that's at least 10 sets of irons maybe two or three different heads of drivers and three woods etc etc putters not so much of a problem i don't think obviously arm lock and belly putters belly putters in particular are not allowed but it depends on how you use them but obviously golf balls are on there as well and things like that so you need to make sure that you're using legal equipment and that's all i'm going to say because i know we all play with somebody who's got a set of irons given them and those irons are probably definitely more than likely older than 10 years so if your irons and all your equipment has been made before 2010 
and you're thinking about playing club competitions this year and your clubs are, your clubs that you're in are quite strict in terms of sticking to RNA and USGA rules, it might be worth taking a look before you use those clubs again in competition or if you're joining a new club and you, you know you clo- your irons and your woods are more than a decade old, you might need to think about replacing them with something a little bit newer that's on that conforming list so your handicap is actually a valid one. And I thought it was an interesting question. And I used to play with blades and I've bought those blades and I've actually used those blades on course. And I thought, I wonder if these are still legal and they're definitely not because the grooves are massive. And obviously the, the racks that I bought only last year aren't valid, which is disappointing. But my hippos are on the conforming, are, are very conforming. And I'm looking at getting some Mizuno irons, JPX irons, maybe to switch into a little bit later down the line. So yeah, just make sure that your equipment is genuine, folks, for one, and that it confirms conforms to RNA and USGA rules. Otherwise, some of you who are playing in competitions right now and some of the people that you're playing with right now are probably playing with clubs that are illegal, that they're not conforming, which means if they're used in club competitions under RNA rules, could mean disqualification. And if you're playing as a pair or a, you know, a scramble of some sort, that could mean you're all disqualified from that competition. So just be aware that not all golf clubs are the same, not all golf clubs are legal, and there's only one way to check if your clubs are, and that is on the RNA conforming list or USGA conforming list. And that's about it. It's a short and sharp one this week. So thank you for listening. First episode of season two, 26 episodes golf season. If you do want to get in touch, fellsafefitness at hotmail.com. That's exercise, nutrition, and golf tips and questions. Send them to there. I'll pick them up, and we'll continue with, in about four or five weeks' time, when I've got some more and a consensus of what people are asking, I will do a full Q&A on the top three, maybe not the top five this time, but the top three questions that come across my laptop and emails. So a quick review of today's show then, go and buy yourselves a kettlebell, get swinging it laterally, side to side, feel that weight shift, get some health and fitness in, help your golf game, get longer and get some timing into your golf swing. Drink water and not too much beer. I don't mind having a beer, but drink some water whilst you're playing golf or exercising. Make sure that with golf season upon us, and some obviously some clubs have, have not stopped over the winter, but make sure that the clubs you are using and your friends are using, particularly if you're in a scramble this weekend or a pairs competition, the clubs you are using are conforming on the conforming lists of your relative you know, clubs and USGA, RNA, etc., etc., Make sure that they're conforming so you're not thrown out and disqualified from competitions. And if you want to eat one of these five delicious desserts, 
I have some recipes on the blog at fellsafefitness.weebly.com. So there's tea mandarin flavored slices. There's a black forest banana split, some peanut butter chocolate bites, a tiramisu cheesecake pudding, and some also a nice, beautiful little recipe for some cookies. They're not perfect by any means. They're a little bit healthier than what they would be if you were going to buy them. A little bit more time-consuming than just buying one from a shop. But trust me, those desserts are delicious. They're up on the website and available right now. Let me know on the blog post if you've tried them and if there's anything else that you would like to me to put on there as a recipe. And that's it. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Michael Joshua. If you do want some nutrition, fitness, or golf coaching, whether that be in person or online, please get in touch. All the information and the links in the podcast description. And they're also available on the website. They're also available Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Felsafe Fitness. So get in touch. We can sort you out. We will get you playing some decent golf. And hopefully in the coming weeks as well, once I get the hang of all this video editing, I'll be putting some more videos up on YouTube. Just some quick 5-10 minute videos on my game. How to improve your game. How I improve my game. How I intend to prove my game. And hopefully at some point throughout the year, we will do some kind of course blog and competition blog of me playing in my club's competitions and playing my course that I coach at as well. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you in seven days. Bye-bye.